0: this series is for you. Experienced agent, this series is for you. It doesn't matter. Agent on a team, team leader, we're going to give you strategies and techniques to figure out how to scale and grow your business to close deals today. Not in the future, not tomorrow, today. This is what we're focusing on all month, the techniques, the strategies you need. So welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Good morning, good morning, everyone. We are diving into a pretty interesting topic today. My name is Jesse Zagorski, and I am here with uh, with Kelly Carter. Good morning, Kelly. Hi, good morning, everybody. And Kelly has a background in yoga and meditation and uses techniques and strategies from yoga and meditation in her real estate world with her clients, with herself, pretty much on a regular basis. We we met actually, uh, we met last month. Just uh, I was showing her a property and she had a flyer up, at, up in the in the property that's talked about Zen real estate. And so I text her, I'm like, Kelly, what's Zen real estate? And she was like, "Let me tell you." So, so Kelly, before we dive in, um, give everyone your your background because you 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 we work in a family business. I thought this was pretty interesting. So, so what's what's your uh, what's your background with real estate?
1: So, yep, I am family business by Coastal Team with me and my mom. She is in the Georgia market area, south of Atlanta, about an hour and. She has been doing real estate, not my whole life, but mostly my whole life. And I really was not going to jump into that like all through my 20s. That's really I went to do yoga. I graduated college and I went to India and just started. I like really dove in. To yoga, I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna be of the world. You know, I'm gonna do yoga. And then as time got on, I started doing, I was telling you, I started doing a lot of her marketing stuff for real estate. And I realized, oh, I like that a lot. And so now I figured out, well, I'm kind of, I'm still doing yoga, I'm just blending it with everyday, you know, how I help people and myself, definitely how I
0: help me. I I love it. And so when you first started doing the marketing piece, did did the, did the yoga and meditation start to, to work its way into any of the marketing or wasn't until you actually started like engaging with clients and interacting, like what part did you start weaving in Zen real estate and and kind of the yoga meditation piece into real estate?
1: I think it was kind of always there. We maybe didn't always know what we were calling it or, you know, that it was this definitely yoga sensation and that we were using these tools, but I think it was, it was kind of always there. We were always working with, if you can help enough people, this is our kind of general model, but, and this is very, from the background of yoga, if you can help enough people You will also get what you need. If you can kind of do whatever it is that you're doing and not attach to the fruit of that specific thing, which is way hard, then eventually we'll all get what we need. And that was happening from the very beginning. We would do these kind of marketing cards. And then we would even weave in like these mantras of we're just seeking out who needs us to get what they need. And then it would be so crazy that the phone's ringing.
0: I love it. So so you so you would weave in some of these the the philosophies just even into your original marketing.
1: Yeah, but I don't know that we always called it that. I don't know that we knew fully. But what, I mean, it's kind of hard to get away from it. Once you're in that yoga, I mean, it is a for me, living yoga. It is a way of life. It is every day, you know, connecting deeper moment with the moment. You know, we're kind of freaking out of I gotta do this next and I gotta do this next and I gotta do we're missing it, all of it that's happening
0: right here. I love it. So, so, so we'll definitely tie into some techniques that you use with realtors. I'm curious. I mean, I'm sure you have clients that resonate with the yoga message. Do you, but are all your clients like living present in the moment, or do you bring pieces of that to, to your, uh, you know, your, your experience when you're working with clients?
1: Um, I think I definitely bring a piece of it. I have met a lot of the clients that I started with were people that were yoga students or we practiced yoga together. So they already liked that style that I had. Oh, I want to work with that person that will help keep me calm and that will understand, you know, that I need to bring my crystals where I'm going. Like I want to, so that was good. But I now work, you know, I was telling you, I work with the big relocation company, work with all kinds of groups of people that are like, I don't know what you're talking about, but I like it. I'm, I'm okay with it.
0: Uh, okay. So, so let's go down two roads with this. Cause I'm curious. So you had, you had a group of people, cause we always have, uh, you know, guests that are talking about how they've transitioned from other, uh, you know, industries and things they've done. How did you reframe yourself? You had all these people who knew you cause you did yoga together or you were a yoga instructor. How did you transition for, Hey, now I'm, I'm a real estate agent, right? Like how did was that, was that an easy transition or what did you do for, in that case?
1: I mean, I tried to bite bite it easily. You know, I started with the group of people that I felt really comfortable with. I had kind of a core yoga foundation. You know, yes, they're my students, but I also learned a lot from them too. We have always kind of grown together the last few years. And so when I was jumping into not just getting my license, but I want to do real estate full time, I started talking to those people first. Hey I'm no I'm your yoga teacher. I am doing my full-time real estate business. Just if you need anything, let me know. So it was kind of that way of like the people that I was close to and I knew that they already loved me, that they would appreciate it. They wouldn't make fun of it even if they didn't need to buy anything. You know, they would be like, "Okay, cool. Okay, cool." And that really is how it all began. All yoga students they would go, "Oh, weird. Call me." I mean, that I, the house that we met on. That was that exact story. It was an old yoga client. And I said, Hey, I want you to know i have fully dived into doing my real estate business. I'm doing this full time. If I can help anybody, let me know. And she said, Oh, you have to call me right now. I'm being relocated.
0: I love that. I, I I think part of it is is your authenticity as you come across because I think a lot of people are hesitant to to like how do they position themselves if they know people from other areas outside of real estate? We're like, hey, you're going to say you're a real estate, you're in real estate now, but the way you deliver it is very authentic, and I, I can see what people connect with it. So, so let's talk about the other group of people, the group of people that they might not necessarily have come from a yoga world, but you know that some of these teachings, right? You've you've taught yoga for years. You have these principles. How do you bring I mean, we can give a specific scenario just more generically. You come to a tense part with a client or they're at a point of indecision. How do you work the yoga principles into what your, your dialogues are with your clients?
1: I think that a lot of it is for me right now, especially with the way with this market is everyone... Everyone feels like they have a lot to lose or, you know, they have to make decisions quickly or, you know, everyone kind of feels like they're in that little boiler pot, whether they're buying, selling, whatever they're doing. There is this kind of heightened. Is it the right time? Is it not the right time? Do I listen to the news? That sensation. And a lot of what I do that is yoga is holding space for that. I don't really offer a whole lot of advice when they're in the roundy roundy. It's more of I'm on your team. I'm on your team and I'm holding space for you to get to come to it on your own. I mean, if you're my client, I'm not going to let you make a a crazy choice. But a lot of it is, you know, people, they want to be heard. They want to be listened to. And I think as a real estate agent, it is very often we come in with a cape where like, I can fix it. A lot of people don't need that. They just want to hear you listen to kind of how they get to it. And it is interesting because they'll talk you through a whole thing. And then they already got to their decision. They didn't even need my fit. They knew what they wanted. They really just needed somebody to hold space and go, I'm here. You can say all the things. I'm not going to judge you on it. I'm not going to hold you to it. You know, just start. I call it game plan. But I'm like, you're really game planning with yourself most of the time and then yeah you can get stuck and i can go okay you know let's look at this or look at this but mostly i think i'm a space holder
0: quick question are you loving this podcast we record it live monday through friday at 8 a.m pacific on zoom want to join us live go to agentpowerhuddle.com next month we're changing the format to only release two podcast episodes per week so if you still want the replays of the daily version, you'll need to start going to our website, agentpowerhuddle.com to hear every episode. All right, back to the show. For you, you get
1: to be how you want and you tell me what you need.
0: I, I, I love that. And and I think I'm curious to get some advice because I I... Have clients that have done that. I know exactly what you're saying that if I just let them process through it, they know where they want to go. But I oftentimes, I mean, I want to just jump ahead. I want to be like, come on guys, let's get to this. But I know it. So for agents who are a little more like type A that are like, okay, we're used to go, go, go. How do you get yourself to slow down to be in the moment so that you could hold space for someone? What would you recommend agents do?
1: I like beginning in the way that you want to be perceived, You know, especially if it's with a client that is in a sticky situation or you feel like it's happening quickly. I think often with me, the clients don't understand how fast it's happening. And so it's like, we don't want to sit on that because tomorrow, everything might be different. But rather than coming in with that kind of vibe or that energy of, hey, tomorrow, it's all going to be different... It's really you want to come in with what I'm trying to present is the cool, common collective. So that I got to actually feel that. Even if I'm faking it a little bit, it's put to, this sounds kind of funny, but it's put two feet on the ground. I mean, both feet on the ground feeling before you go have a conversation, when you're standing kind of firm, two feet on the ground, you have your hands, even if you're feeling the reeling, like where the, the roundy round hands to your own body, remind you to be in the moment so have you a lot of the corporate things that the kind of power posturing if you do a tough conversation you might stand like this yeah you might open and put your hands on your hips and be very superman this is a tough conversation of i need to be powerful this is a conversation of i need to give some love and maybe be quiet (laughs) you know holds so even just the just the moment of i have two feet on the ground And I'm holding my own heart
0: or hands on my own body and take three breaths. Last breath, sigh through the mouth. Ah. I feel better. Definitely,
1: yeah, I love that. We're just in our own selves to have a tough,
0: tough talk. I I love that, and and I'm assuming a lot of people who are you know who are either the people here alive or listening to this um have some sort of bend. If you saw the topic that we're talking about, you know, yoga and meditation, in, but even if they don't, that's such a simple physiological change that you can do. I, I love that. So. Um, is there anything else that you take from your yoga practice that kind of works its way into your day that, you notice? cause I, if, I love that.
1: <laughs> um, so it it definitely depends on my clients. Some of them I feel like can tend to be really grounded and they don't need this at all. But a lot of, I think maybe my buyer clients that are, searching. So they're on every single app and they've liked 15 different homes and half of them are already under contract or what, you know, there's all this stuff. Those clients that seem like they're very in the air. They're not really on the ground. Sometimes I will give them a rock, like maybe a crystal, something heavy to put in their pocket. It's just to remember we are of the earth. We belong here. And sometimes for the clients who are I don't want to say um it's really kind of aggravated energy. It's just like that heightened sense of we need to act. I will sometimes when we're house hunting, I will give them a feather or a flower. You don't have to really talk about it. You don't really have to make a ritual of it, but if you hand a strong corporate man who is really stressed out a flower and just go, "Oh, look at that." and watch them not squish it it's like the best thing i mean you're, you're really just reminding them we're right here we're right now here's this flower we're not going to break it you know
0: oh, i love that i, I i'm watching uh, patrina's on camera here i was just watching her smile as we uh, as, as we uh uh it's, it's so interesting to think about because these are things that i wouldn't have ever even thought to do but they're so they're so easy to do right to yeah. shift the energy in the space
1: yeah, I mean, a lot of the my real estate, I mean, the the being the the good negotiator, that is when I call my coach, you know, my business coach that I'm like, need to make sure that I'm saying everything properly or I'm in a situation that I've never had before. But like when it's peopling, I'm I need to really be myself. And for me, you know, not every agent is like me, but for me, often it's learning to be quiet to say less and to let my clients work through whatever they're working through. Even the corporate client that I had now that you know we really... I received it on a referral. So we didn't really know each other. I don't know that they would have chosen me out of a pot. But once we got to that rapport where they're like, Yes, you're the agent for us. We trust you. I told them, I want to do an Ozen open house I want to do yoga I mean it's a beautiful you know luxury kind of listing I'm like I want to do yoga in the backyard I have a friend she wants to do kind of sound bowls and we want to have green juice and basically do this big community event it's going to be really beautiful I just need your trust they were like Southern California, of you have fun, <laughs> and all these great things happen. And it, I mean, it is not always that we do an open house and every offer happens, but that particularly, these great things happen, and we're meeting people and we're getting offers. And I think when you have the energy of this is what we love, and so we want to share it. It, it kind of diffuses that salesy. Oh God, they're going to ask me for my contact information. You know that that thing. It's just come and enjoy. And if we get to a place that you like it, you're going to willingly give me your information. We're not going to fight
0: for it, kind of deal. Oh, I love it, and it and it's so authentically who you are, Kelly. I think that that's that comes across. Like, was that was there any as you were describing this open house, and um, did you have any? Did you know the seller? Or was this was this the one where, where you said that they came as a previous yoga student? So you, you, did you know they'd be open to that concept, or as you as you kind of pitched them this idea?
1: This particular one I did not know if they were going to be open okay. to it. This one is a corporate a corporate seller that we did not really have a rapport yet. I mean we had been working together a little bit, but the price was letting me see, oh we're not getting enough traction. Right. If we get the price where we want it to be, we also need to do something fun. And so that I don't think that they really knew what to expect. And even when I sent them I was like, let me show you some marketing materials. Like let me just show you a flyer and my idea. And even when I sent them that, I don't think they fully knew what was happening but they trusted in that i'm like trust that people are going to come and that it's fun and that it's just a less threatening way for people to see like a very beautiful space but they didn't i didn't have to sell them too hard and they really didn't know you know what is going on in their house
0: I, I, I love it. All right. But when you, when you approach a listing appointment, right? As, as Zen real estate, because a lot of agents who, when they approach listing appointments are like, I'm knocking on the front door, I'm coming to take it down. I'm, assu- I'm assuming you approach it with a different energy. Like, do, do you approach that, that space differently?
1: I mean, it's obviously I want, I think, you know, there is that competitive edge to me because I'm in real estate, regardless. I, Want the listing appointment. I want every single one. I want to kill it. And there is a part of me that I know that who I'm supposed to work with will also want to work with me. And so I have to share everything 100%. You know, these are all the great things that I do offer. And if it doesn't connect, I really try to leave it with I mean, yes, if there's something I can learn, I want to learn, but I try to leave it with, you know, that person really may be better suited to someone else. Or maybe I am better suited to someone else. And so I try, if we really can't come to where they love me, or they want me to be their agent, there's nothing I can really sell them that's going to change their mind. So that, you know, I try to, when we get to, if I get to a standing point where I'm like, this maybe doesn't feel like it's for me, if I can help them in some other way, like, oh, could I, you know, refer you to some other agent? Sure. I still want that. But really in any setting where I've gotten to a listing appointment where I'm like, man, it just doesn't seem like we're on the same page. I try to take it as it's not necessarily a reflection of me or them. They get to work with who they want. That's the cool thing. They get to choose their realtor. And some people are not going to go the stand on your head, rocks in your pocket. I mean, some people just have a different... And that's okay. Or I want it to be okay. Now, if I come. From that listing appointment, I still might have some like emotions about it. You know, it still hurts your feelings, but it's not all personal.
0: Oh, I love that. That's, I mean, so, so do we have to uh, go to India to study yoga to have this perspective? Because I love your perspective. I'm watching people nod their head and like smile. Like it's such a good perspective to have. I think in real estate, I, I we get so into the, the I mean, I, I'm competitive, like, right? Other people. Yeah. So, so, so how, do, how do we, how do we move towards that perspective that you have? Do, do I have to go to India and study yoga or can I? No, no, okay. you definitely do not.
1: Right, I think in any... the, led kind of group setting is always good. Any, you know, if you have a little studio that I'll plug my studio if you want me to, but if you have a little studio that you love, I think you can go anywhere and get yoga there's a ton of yoga in san diego we have if you're in that kind of north county area in encinitas the ashram the yogananda's ashram it's like right on the 101 that is the coolest place that guy came from india in 1940 created this place for the western world i mean you just got to look. You could ask any person, hey, you want to do yoga and somebody's going to have a studio or a you know a somewhere to go. But for the, the bite size, I like moment to moment. I like the daily where you stand up and you take your three deep breaths. You look yourself in your mirror or whatever you're doing. It might be with a partner. Or that something that's like, what am I seeking? And what am I offering? Because it's not just what am I seeking? It's also... What, what am I offering? And that reminds me that, that that's really my mantra. If I help enough people, I too am going to get what I need. And so especially the tough listing appointment, especially the price reduction conversation. I mean, sometimes you know what they need to do and you know that they're not going to. My job is to let you come to that on your own. I will still be your agent and I will tell you all the things you need be your agent so I just want to help enough people that eventually I too will get wh- where I
0: need to go yeah I, I I love the what am I seeking and what am I offering questions I I because I've heard so many, I mean I've heard for years that the expression of if I help enough people get what they want I'm going to get what I want like I, and I think I've heard it so much that it almost glazes o- I've almost glazed mm-hmm. over my mind but I, I love that take on it of what am I seeking and what am I offering because it helps you reframe uh that piece uh are there any other techniques, strategies, things that you do with clients that we haven't talked about. We talked about the breathing, and I do love that you have your clients like or I, I love the flower, I love the feather that you're giving, especially <laughs> to the uh like I never would have thought it like just what okay. Is there anything else that you do? Little things here and there that you're like, Oh, I, I mean this is normal to me, but I never thought about this one. Anything else you do?
1: Um, I think a good frame of the setting is always helpful, you know. If you are, I think also as Real estate agents, we all tend to be, maybe most of us tend to be a pretty em- empathetic. We can sense if we're losing the crowd. We can sense if somebody doesn't like the house. We might not even know why, but they can walk in, they're not even saying anything. And we're like, oh, yeah, she hated it or whatever it is, you know. And that will, it takes you really far. And also, you can kind of reframe just by noticing that when I have clients, especially in a, buyer situation where we've kind of gone around all day and they're tired and they're whatever it's some of the basic stuff of let's move to a new setting let's go to the park and sit down and drink our coffee rather than do it super busy starbucks where you're also ping-ponging off of everybody else's energy too that is i mean that's like kind of foundational yoga is you can't change everything all the time but look at those factors that you can adjust or that you can hold on to and so sometimes for me it is setting. It is just setting. If you get with the client and you're like, what is happening? It may be that you're in like an office with the bright lights going down on the head and you could go, you want to take a lap around while you tell me this? It is insane. I walk people around. I tell them I do the hard stuff that nobody wants to do. I walk people around Keller Williams. Like, you know, we get in the thing and we'll kind of get in this roundy roundy and I'll be like, let's get some water. Let's take a lap. And suddenly, you're outside. You're in a different vibe. There's not that like harsh light, and it's just setting.
0: I love it. I love it. It's this. This is what I thought was so interesting. So, by, by the way, if you joined us late in this in this podcast, I um it, we just met through through a listing I was showing, and I saw this flyer talking about Zen real estate, and they're just they're just concepts that I don't see applied to real estate often, right? It's just a different take on some of the things that we've we've talked about and done. Um, all right, we got a few minutes left. Is there anything we didn't cover Kelly? We didn't really get too much into having like a, you know, a, t- a team of multiple markets. That That's, that's kind of separate from this. I don't know if that ties in, but is there anything else we didn't, we didn't get to cover uh, over the year uh, so far? Otherwise I got another question for you.
1: Um can I, can I, we, can, can I, can I, can I ask you a question yeah.
0: that's near and dear for me then? So, yeah. so, Kelly works with her mother and I, I never told you this about me, but I also have worked with my mother for 20 years. So does, you know, working in a family dynamic is something i think a lot of agents, whether it's working with a spouse or, you know, or a significant other or a family member. Um, does yoga principles tie in when you're trying to like, there's a dynamic that comes with working with family, right? There's yes. I, how does that tie <laughs> in for you?
1: Um, let me tell you the most annoying thing that my mom can say to me is, She's a very southern, so I got to do a little more southern, hun. I think you need to go to yoga. <laughs> <Uh-oh>.
0: <laughs> most, that's what what, what does know. that mean? What does that mean when you hear that?
1: Um, that usually means I'm not being realistic. That whatever, either it may mean that I can't see the bigger picture. That may be what it means. I can't see what she's trying to say. But often, if she's saying I need to go to yoga, she's like, okay, you are asking me for things that are not realistic. You might need to go to yoga. So for us, I know every family dynamic is different. It is key that we are honest with each other and we do a weekly meeting. So it's key for us that we check in once a week and talk about what we did, what we didn't do, kind of our accountability. And just that we are... I don't want to say brutal because it has to be in love, but we are... You know, pretty honest. If feelings are hurt, we don't let that go down the road, and we actually share a business coach. I don't know if that works for every team, but for us, it helps because she knows what we're supposed to be doing. Both of us. It's not like, well, my mentor said this, and my mentor. We are a team, and we all work together, and we are pretty honest. You know, pretty forthcoming of. This is how we need things to go if one person isn't, you know, feeling it or the or really both. If we're not in a thing where we're agreeing.
0: I love it. All right, Your so- coach
1: is like a therapist for you both, huh? <laughs> oh my gosh, her work <laughs> is cut out for her. She has got to be an angel. She does coaching calls with us together. It's got, I mean, I just cannot imagine what that's like. But it'll keep you both on the same page. And one can't come back and say, Oh, I heard it this way, or I heard it this way. It's very, I mean, yeah, more than anything, I think she's our accountability partner. She does give us good ideas. She does do a lot of business coaching. But yeah, I mean, I think she's the, and she also picks up really quick with that. I can tell you didn't like that by the fact that you're not saying anything. Let's talk about this before you get off the phone. What do you want to do? Or how do you want? I mean, it, real estate's tough with family, but I think you got to stay, stay honest and stay true. You know to who you are.
0: Yeah, I love it. Um, you started, so you started in yoga, then you moved to kind of mm-hmm. real estate marketing, and then fully into real estate. W- what do you see over the next couple of years in terms of um, where you want to head? or direction for marketing? Are you going to go deeper into into you know Zen real estate? What, what, what's in the future?
1: I. I think I have found Zen Real Estate is is definitely working for me. I really like it. I love where I'm living in North County. I don't see myself really... I mean, there's so much to do here. I don't see it really growing yet. I would like to stay and really grind, like just get into all of the people that would also love that and enjoy. And eventually, I would like my mom to get to come here too. So she's working on license for dual, you know. but I don't really see myself going back and forth. She'll be the one doing the back and forth.
0: Oh, I love it. I love it. This is great. I and mean, I don't know if you saw in the comments, but uh, Michelle said that she was loving this and so needed this. So thank you. I hope and I saw that in oh, the comments, Kelly. Um, and, and Tom you. also, like we were talking about earlier with the, uh, at the open house, you know, not trying to, not fighting to get your contact, just come and enjoy, right? Right, um, yeah. Is there any, lad, let's pretend, let's pretend this was a was a yoga class because I know whenever most instructors end their yoga classes, they have some words of wisdom or some of, is it, do you have anything that you'd like to leave us with to kind of tie it together for today?
1: Um, so if we were in a yoga class, we would all sit up fairly straight. You don't have to move, but we'd all sit up fairly straight. And we're going to do the first one since we've already worked with this. You will put your thumbs towards each other and then involute. It's like giving your heart wings. Yeah. So you're going to put your hands on your heart. You're going to close your eyes and just take the natural breaths, the in and out. I'm going to give you a short little reading. And this is just for my um, words of wisdom of the day. I'm um, from this little book that I'm reading. Time to explore. Seek out fresh air, new pathways, and nature naturescapes. Bring together mind, body, and soul in one joyful experience. I'm going to offer one round of OM. You don't have to do anything. It's just a sound to close our time. Ah.
0: So Gently open your eyes and
1: then the hands kind of like a prayer shape to close. And we would say, namaste. That's the light within me honors the light within you,
0: Kelly, namaste. That's wonderful. Michelle's asking, where where can she follow you so people can connect with you later? This this is wonderful. How how can people follow you?
1: Yes, please. So on Instagram, I am Kelly, K-E-O-L-Y, the Zen Realtor. And then that'll also take you to my Facebook and all my other stuff, my TikTok, but it's just Kelly, K-E-O-O-Y, the Zen Realtor.
0: Kelly, the Zen realtor. Kelly. Yeah. Namaste. This is wonderful. Namaste. Thank yes, you so I'm much so Debra grateful. This morning. Thank
1: you. It was amazing. Uh, thank you for the opportunity. Thanks, Jesse.
0: Absolutely. Bye, guys. Have a great day, everybody. Bye, everybody. Have a good day. Bye. Uh, thank you.